Welcome to the Business Resilience Decoded podcast, brought to you by Asfalis Advisors and the Disaster Recovery Journal. Crisis management in today's world is ever-changing, and this podcast is our commitment to help you navigate successful outcomes for any crisis you may face. I'm your host, Vanessa Matthews. I specialize in providing insights and solutions for crisis, continuity, and resilience across industries from real estate and healthcare to terrorism in the airline and transportation worlds. No matter what industry you're in, this podcast will provide you the tools to build resilience in your organization. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Resilience Decoded podcast. Today, I'm super excited. We're going to be talking to Lori Sykes. She is the CEO of Zim Rabbit, and we're going to be talking about how you use gratitude and meditation to truly build resilience. But before we get started, I want to share a few resilience resources and reminders. In Asphalus News, you can recommend a guest on our podcast, download our five-step crisis strategy that you can use to navigate any business through any crisis, and request me, your host, as a speaker for an, an upcoming program. All of those links are listed in our show notes for today's episode. In DRJ News, DRJ hosts a webinar every Wednesday. You can get access to their journal and find out about the upcoming conferences. Again, all of those links are located in our show notes. And if you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us to have more listeners and it also helps us to know that we're adding value to you. So without further ado, Lori, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, so using gratitude and meditation to build resilience, I think this is such an important conversation because in our field, we're always stressed. We're always dealing with a crisis. Nothing ever goes right the first time. So before we dive into all of that, can you help bring our listeners up to speed and share a little bit about you and your background? Yeah, I actually have a background in marketing and corporate communication and some broadcasting. And I started my first business in 2003. It's selling, making and selling a product called the Gratitude Cookie, which was designed to help, is based on a family recipe. And it was designed to help business people say thank you to their clients and to people who sent them referrals and people who supported their success. So I ran that for 11 years. Couldn't quite scale it the way I wanted to. So I ended up shutting it down, then taught networking strategies for a little while. And then came in, came back to talking about gratitude and then wove in the whole meditation piece. That's where I am today now. So two things, I have what I call a blessings jar and I just write like five things a day. What are things that I'm grateful for? Mm -hmm. And I put it in the jar. And when I'm having a really bad day, I have to pull out of there and say, it's really not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second thing that me and my husband do every time, um, if he takes the trash out, if I go get a load of laundry, we try to say thank you. So I really appreciate that thank you box. I mean, that that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Good, like kudos to you for doing that because the more you find gratitude, the more you look for it, the more you find it. You know, that yeah. saying of, you will find what you're looking for. If you're looking for chaos and 
things to complain about, you'll find them. If you're looking for things to be grateful for, you'll find those too. So I saw that you are really concentrated on the Gen X population. And I wanted to get your, your thoughts of like, how did you get to that path and determine this was the best group to really target? I am Gen X. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of times when we're looking at creating a business or creating a movement, you start with where you are and what you know. So I'm hearing all these conversations from my friends. We're all in that same generation and asking those same questions of, you know, well, who am I now? Where, what's my direction? What's my purpose in this season of life? What, what's happening? You know, who do I want to become? Do I want to live the next 20 years the same way I lived the last 20? I love that. And so with you, uh, and how you've helped to really evolve uh, Zen Rabbit. Can you talk a little bit about what, what does risk look like for you as you run a business and for things that you do? Yeah, well, so risk to me is, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Let's just see, like moving forward without knowing what the end result is going to be. Mm. And really, you know, we talked a little bit before we started recording about this was that's kind of life. Like you never know. You think you know how it might turn out, but you're never sure. And it, I mean that, and I think for us in the crisis management profession, what makes it challenging is you have to make a decision that impacts lives or yes. people and property. And you don't know what you don't know until right. you know. <laughs> right. And at the same time, I think you have to really trust that whatever decision you make mm -hmm. is the right one. Mm -hmm. And that comes from a, a place of faith and knowing, and, you know, we might get a little bit into that in a few minutes about, you know, trusting your intuition or your higher power or whatever it is. Again, that making the decision with the, the knowledge and the information that you have at the time that you are making the right decision. Yep, Absolutely. So as you know, we've, we've come, what, I think it's, it's been over two years since we've had COVID in our news cycle. And that's one of many pandemics. It's, it's been a health pan pandemic. It's been a racial justice pandemic. It's been a um, political pandemic that we've seen in our country over the past few years. And, you know, with COVID as a baseline, right, there, there's just so many things that have been ramped up and we haven't really been able to ramp back down to what quote unquote would be normal, whatever that mm -hmm. means now. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to ask you, why are meditation and gratitude so important for folks like us and our profession during times in life, like what we're currently experiencing? You just said, I mean, we're having unprecedented, I don't know if that's even true because every generation and every age has their, their challenges, their crises you know, but this level of stress and anxiety is so ramped up that finding gratitude and using meditation. So there are actual science, there's science and research behind how this works and mm -hmm. science will show that finding gratitude, getting yourself into a place of gratitude, feeling gratitude actually reduces the cortisol running through your body it increases the feel-good chemicals of serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin. It um, makes you a more emotionally stable person and increases your focus. So when we're talking about making decisions, you're, be, you're able to make decisions from a, a more solid, grounded place. You're responding instead of reacting. 
And it just, I mean, you can change your, your breathing rate, everything by focusing on gratitude. And then the meditation piece is, again, it's about be as simple as just coming back to your breathing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me take four deep breaths here. Put your hand on your heart and focus on the breath coming in and going out. Just a few deep breaths. You're going to slow everything down. And then if you can even imagine breathing through your heart, that puts your brain and your heart in coherence. Mm-hmm. We mostly operate out of coherence, but the electromagnetic field of your heart is 5,000 times stronger than your brain. So if you can come at things from your heart, you're, you're making better decisions because you're more connected to your higher power. Can you break that down? Cause I've, I've never heard that before. What, what does that, that mean? So we are energetic beings. Everything in our world is energy. Are you familiar with that? Absolutely. Concept. Okay. So, so since we are made of energy, that everything, your brain is operating energetically, your heart, we're all electromagnetic fields. That's why when you walk into a room, you're, you may feel somebody else's energy. Mm. as, oh, I like that person or something's off. It doesn't feel yeah. right. The situation that, that, you know, when the hair on the back of your neck stands up and uh, something's not right here, that's energy mm. communicating. You're getting, picking up energy. And so decisions that we make with our heart are always more true mm. than decisions we make with our head. Mm. Not that we, you know, we, we are thinking beings for a reason and rationale and reason comes into a lot of things, but you know, when you get into like behavioral uh, economics or psychology things, people make decisions based on what they think is a rational thought, but they're really making the decision from an emotional place. And then they're backing it up with rational thoughts. I love that. I, I, I appreciate that. Cause I'm like, I, that's a new, something new. I did not know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. So I hear that meditation and gratitude can actually rewire our brain. And I think you've kind of started that. So can you just share a little bit about like, what does that process of rewiring look like? Yeah. So when we have thoughts, we often, you know, again, humans think the same thoughts over and over and over and over again. So those pathways in your brain, it's like walking on a path. If you start walking on a a grassy field and there's no path and you walk the same way every single day, you start wearing a path. And that's what happens in our brain. We get up every day. We do the same thing, brush our teeth the same way. Our morning routine is the same. We go through our day the same way, pretty much. So you are worn into this habit, if you will. So when you start thinking a different way, you start paying more attention to what am I grateful for? What do I see in the world that I'm more grateful for? Those pathways start getting, getting rewired into a different way. So now it becomes more of a habit to look for the gratitude, to look for the good things, to reinforce, again, those thoughts. So you're creating different thought patterns is really what's happening. And that's what's that's the same way of saying you're rewiring your brain. You're creating different thought patterns. So I have a really bad habit of 
telling myself lies. And then I believe the lies that I tell myself and I call oh, yeah. it my head trash. Uh-huh. So I learned this from a young woman named uh, Lisa Nichols to oh, yeah. uh, expose the lies. So yes. what I started to do was I write out all my lies. What lies do I tell myself, you know, about my finances, about me, about my looks, my, my marriage, blah, blah, blah. And then, so she says, get all your lies out and then cross out the lie and start writing your truth of what is the actual truth that you're not saying. And so like the other day I was thinking something bad about myself. And I said, Vanessa, that's a lie. (laughs) I had to go back to my notebook of truths and read Uh my truth to that statement. So I think in that example, that's kind of how I envision when you say it's rewiring my brain. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. And it starts with awareness. Just like you said, you had to write down what the truths were and you had to recognize that you were hearing the lie. Like you had to catch it as it was happening and go, no, 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 that's not true. That's a lie. And come back and think a different thought. That's exactly what you were doing in rewiring. And it starts with first becoming aware of what you are thinking and those thoughts that are not serving you. I love that. So what types of exercises can we do to give ourselves personal resilience? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. (laughs) The first one I recommend is the, but I'm grateful for. Mm. So because we're human, we're going to complain and criticize. It's just kind of a natural thing that we do. However, catch yourself again, become aware and catch yourself in the complaint or the criticism, and then add on to that, but I'm grateful for. And I don't know if you've heard Vanessa that it's typically not, people discourage the use of the word, but, because if I said, I love your show, you, it's amazing. It's so valuable. You're bringing such great, but this one thing I don't like, now you just didn't, you just ignored the whole first part of what I said. That's why we're using the word, but intentionally here, because we want to negate the whole first part, that complaint and just kind of wash it over with the grateful part. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of an example of like, you know, if somebody was complaining about how cold it's been lately and how they don't like it, but I'm grateful that I can sleep in a warm bed under a warm blanket. Absolutely. So that exercise, doing that as much as you can catch yourself in the complaint and adding on, but I'm grateful for, will help rewire your brain and make you more focused on gratitude. Mm. Mm. I love that. Okay. So our subscribers, how can they connect with you? Yeah, I am. My website is zenrabbit.com. I hang out a lot on LinkedIn or I have a podcast also called fine is the four letter word. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I am so excited. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being here as a part of the Business Resilience Decoded podcast. Thank you, Lori. And we look forward to seeing our subscribers on when the next episode airs. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Business Resilience Decoded podcast brought to you by Aspalis Advisors and Disaster Recovery Journal. Make sure you check out the show notes for this episode to see all the upcoming events, programs, and ways we can support you. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review, and share it with a friend. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.